Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. I don't know if any of you watched the zoning board meeting from last Thursday night. It goes till like 11 at night. These poor people, some of them have to stay there just to say, hey, I don't want this next to my house. And they have to come again. They're going to have to come again tonight and say, hey, I don't want this next to my house. And, and sometimes they, they do that. They stay till 11 o'clock twice. And then they still have to have that next to their house. And, and I just don't think that's right, that they have to do that. And so I, I would like to think about how we could rechange how zoning is done in this county. So very interesting comments. The, the Fowler family, this is Laura Fowler talking at the uh, Santa Rosa County Commission meeting a week or two ago, but um, just can, been kind of sitting around in my, I want to talk about this sometime when I get the chance stuff. And this is one of those things, they have raised some very serious challenges to the basic way we do zoning and rezoning and because if you don't remember the background they were the ones who they live right next to where the jubilee development is going to go and they have been fighting tooth and nail to stop it from ruining what they perceive as their quality of life based on density and destroying the rural agricultural nature of where they live and you know they don't want to be bad neighbors but they know that the you know, the guns and the pigs and the chickens and the stuff that they do is going to disturb people who want to live in an urban environment. And if they make an urban environment in the middle of nowhere and, you know, North Pace, then uh, that's going to be a conflict point for them. And so they have tried. I mean, they were coming to these meetings all the, like every time they would come to the meeting and they would talk. And so they've raised a variety of objections. And one of the things that they have said historically that I, I'm sympathetic to is the idea that if you have a certain level of zoning and anybody doesn't want you to change it like any of the neighbors don't want you to change it i'm very sympathetic to the idea that one no vote should be able to veto the zoning change now i think you can say if you want to take a position that like all of zoning which will tell you things like the use for the land what kind of buildings you can build there what the population density can be there's a whole bunch of things that go into zoning but I think you can make the argument, and some people do hold this view, that zoning itself is is wrong, that people should be able to use their land how they want to. Um, they will typically say things like you shouldn't even be able to tax people on their land because then they don't own it. They're just renting it from the government at a you know not very low rate. And I'm, I'm, I'm sympathetic. But if you first step into the mindset of zoning is appropriate because zoning is a way of resolving quality of life issues for neighbors who want to buy land and know that the land around them is going to be used in a way that's compatible with what they envision for their future, then you start to see why zoning makes sense. And even though it's difficult to enforce, there's some there's great value to zoning, okay? That's why we do it. But she says, look, the problem here is if somebody wants to upzone, typically, they want to put more density onto a piece of property, or they want to put business onto a property that's been previously not zoned for for business, it's been residential. She says all of the poor people that get the notice, however far out that notice goes, well, all of a sudden the burden becomes on them to stop it. You know, they are being harmed because zoning is a kind of entitlement. I buy a property knowing what the zoning is around me, I'm entitled to that zoning as a part of the value of the thing that I buy. 
Because if you can change the zoning to put in a big box store next to my house, well, all of a sudden my property is less valuable. So zoning is, like I said, it's a kind of entitlement, which is why we let people who get these notices come in and protest against the zoning. But she's going farther. She's not saying they just have the right to come in and protest. She's saying, really, they should be the default setting. And why should they have to come and defend their entitlement to somebody else who wants to make a change, somebody who bought the property knowing what the zoning was? Why should that person have the ability to compel them to come out to the meeting to waste four or five hours on a school night? to try to stop a thing that, you know, maybe they can't even stop it because maybe the zoning board approves it. If we could just get the a developer, if he wants to change the zoning, anyone wants to change the zoning, get their neighbor's permission first, and then drag everyone to a meeting on the outside who are concerned and not make people have to be concerned that they're gonna, their investment, their quality of life, their dream home will be ruined and that they have to be the ones that go fight to save it rather than the... Um... Yeah, and see, I get this, too. What she's saying is, what if you were trying to zone, rezone a property and you basically had to go to the neighbors and ask them for their permission first? And a lot of the neighbors are going to be like, okay, sure, fine. And then maybe there's a neighbor who doesn't want it. Well, maybe they're you know a rude or a jerk or something. Okay, well, but it is an entitlement that they have. Maybe you got to figure out a way to persuade them. Or reason with them. And maybe they have objections based on use. They're legitimate objections, right? I, there, there's something about this that makes a lot of sense to me. Because what she's trying to say is, you know, the property owner is the person who should come first. Not the person who's trying to change it, but the other property owners who have the expectation of, of stability, of not changing it. And she goes, I think I don't support her on this one, but she's saying take that position to the next logical step. The developer who wants to do the changing has to do, should have to be the one to convince their neighbors, hey, I have a good plan here, and I want to make it nice for you, and, and, and maybe I could compensate you, and you'd be willing to let me do this if I compensate you a certain amount. And that way the burden is on the person that wants to make the change rather than the person, hey, I, I bought my home, I want to defend, I have to do the defending. Stay late night twice, I don't think. I don't think that's right. Yeah, go to the zoning board the one time, go to the regular commission meeting the next time. Maybe the, the issue gets punted, you go again. I mean, you know, this will, it can wind up being a substantial amount of time just to defend the thing that you were entitled to when you bought your property. Now, paying people for the permission to change zoning is, it's, it's a market solution. On the other hand, now what might formerly have been a very easy thing to do to get permission from the neighbor suddenly becomes a opportunity for them to make money off of you so i'm not sure if that's really the way to go but i like the way her brain is thinking in the sense of hey persuade me you know make it worth my while if i feel like my quality of life is going to be improved then i'm going to support your zoning rezoning and if i don't feel like it's going to benefit me and my family then i'm going to oppose it how much is that worth to me well it's worth 500 dollars to me you know i mean that's kind of how markets solve these problems so anyway i just it's nothing anybody does as far as i know but the premise that a person can just file for an upzoning or rezoning, put out some notices, invite the public to come at which they have nothing other than persuasion on their sides and no real rights to stop it. I think that system's crazy. That system's is broken. This makes more sense to me.
437-1620. Jake's got traffic on the fives. If you're headed out of Navarre, uh, going towards Tiger Point on 98, westbound, it's starting to back up uh, pretty badly at Avalon, uh, Garcon Point intersection. Uh, also, Highway 90 in Milton, approaching where 90 turns into Caroline Street over the bridge there, starting to back up. Uh, looks like the gates at NES Pensacola and NES Whitingfield are, are not showing any major backup. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox all checking in clear, and I-10 and I-110 are flowing smoothly. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I got a text in here from uh, uh, somebody says 437-1620. No, if they want to control another person's property, they should have to buy it. Well, again, if you don't believe that zoning is justified, like you don't think there should be limits on what people do with their property, that's that's a position you can take. I, I understand that. And, I'm, you know, I'm sympathetic to that argument. Uh, but if you believe that zoning is something that we're justified as a community in doing, once you accept zoning as a premise, that is exactly controlling other people's uses for their property. And that's exactly where you have to ask the question, well, are these zoning rules meaningful? Are they robust? Or are they just, you know, words on paper that don't really amount to anything? And the more easy it is to change them, the more they look like words on paper that don't really amount to anything. That's the concern I think that the Fowlers and, you know, myself, quite frankly, are raising right now. 437-1620. If you are um thinking about buying that next vehicle, trying to decide where to go, who to buy from, let me recommend Frontier Motors. I the experience we had with them was just I I, I mean, I can't rave about it enough. It was genuinely fantastic. You know, we bought the car, we got a smoking deal on a Honda Odyssey, exactly the car we were looking for. And what surprised me more was not just that side of the equation. But it was when we bought, something cool happens that I want to tell you about because it's very cool. And if you've bought, you know. And if you don't, don't ruin it for anybody. Uh, but something cool you'll like. And then afterwards, this is the weirdest part. They followed up with me to make sure there was nothing wrong with the car. Because you know your biggest fear is you're going to go buy a, a not new car. And then you're going to get it home and it's yours, baby. You know, And that's all there is to it. Something's wrong. Okay, so they followed up with me six months later. And um, Calvin, our sales guy, says calls me one day out of the blue, which I was not expecting, obviously. And he says... Uh, anything wrong with the car? And I'm like, no, the car's fine. Why are you bother me? <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't dislike you, but I wasn't expecting to talk to you. Not and, now, yeah, Calvin. right, exactly. Not now, Calvin. You know, I'm busy trying to take a nap. So, um, so he says, uh, no, I just wanted to make sure. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, great. Anyway, and then six months later, so a year after we bought the van, he calls me again and he says, you know, hey, is there anything wrong with the van? And I'm like, I still don't know why you're calling. He said, no, 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 seriously, is there anything wrong with the van? And I'm like, well. I mean, one of the keys doesn't work. Like, the fob is fine, but the physical key that we never use, that doesn't work. We tried it to be sure, and it doesn't work. He said, we'll bring it in. We'll replace it. And what I'm thinking is, I bet you will for 150 bucks. You know, like, right? If I mean, I know I can replace it. He said, no, no, no. You bought a van expecting two keys that work. You get a van with two keys that work. Bring it in. We'll replace it on us. No charge. So I brought it in. They replaced it. And it was like seven or eight minutes, ten minutes. And I was done. I left, and that was it. A year after we bought the car. Who does that? Who runs a used car place site? Well, Frontier does because they know that they're not just trying to sell you one car. They're trying to sell you all the cars you buy for the rest of your life and your kids and your friends and your relatives. Like, that's the goal, to treat you so well that you don't ever want to go anywhere else. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. 
Open enrollment for health insurance starts November 1st, and this year, enroll in a Florida Blue plan and get exclusive support from an approved Florida Blue agent. Affiliated Insurance wants to help you find a health plan that's right for you and meets your needs, not theirs. Make enrollment hassle-free this year by calling 850-477-5840 and make that appointment with your local Florida Blue agent today. Policies have limitation. Health insurance from Blue Cross Blue Shield Florida Incorporated, BBA Florida Blue. We have a pair of tickets for you to go watch FSU take on North Alabama, the number four team in the country. Not North Alabama, by the way. FSU is going to play them at home this weekend on November 18th. You can go watch the game. Two tickets courtesy of, well, us, 437-1620. Be caller number four. They're ranked four. You be caller number four. 437-1620. Go watch FSU take on North Alabama this Saturday. Call now. The holidays are coming, and Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli is ready to take your pre-orders for Thanksgiving. They'll offer pre-order party trays, smoked prime rib, and smoked turkeys, dessert, and holiday trays all ready to go. At Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli, you'll find the best steak cuts to exotic meats, wagyu, briskets, pork, and so much more. Costello's has gift baskets and gift cards available for purchase. So stop into Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli today for your holiday orders, and don't forget, it's a great place to meet up and wine all you want. Hello, this is Mary with Howard Young Flooring. Shopping for flooring can be a little overwhelming. At Howard Young Flooring, we are here to help you any way we can and answer any questions you may have so that you can make knowledgeable decisions. We understand the importance of each and every customer and would like to thank you for allowing us into your homes. For those we have not met, we hope to see you soon. Visit us today at 4333 Avalon Boulevard in Milton. We look forward to covering your future. Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Mornings before pep talk on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Catch a redneck by its toe. If he hollers, let him go. So I'm having this good conversation about zoning with some folks over texting. 437-1620, text me your thoughts on the idea that, you know, people should not have to go defend the zoning of the adjoining parcels to their homes. It's not something that um, they should have to defend actively because it should be up to the person changing the zoning to have to persuade them. And uh, somebody texted and said, um, uh, my neighbor shouldn't have an unwritten veto on my parcel. Zoning is fair and variances shouldn't be meaningless, but if my use doesn't go beyond my parcel and I follow the variance process, neighbors can't put me on double secret probation. And I said, a little Animal House reference there. And I said, um, but you bought the parcel knowing the zoning. Is that not a contract with the neighbors and the community that you chose knowing the limitations? You know, you don't have a right to change the sort of social contract about that property once you engage in it. Uh, and it responded, said, um, not, not with the neighbors. The neighbors didn't pass the zoning. It's just like any other ordinance on the books. That's why there's a variance process in the first place. Well, my point is that the variance process itself doesn't properly serve the interest that it's supposed to serve, which most directly would be the people adjoining the parcel. You know, broad, more broadly speaking, you have the general neighbors, then you have the whole society, the city, the county, whatever, who might make money off of the development or might, you know, 
lose out theoretically if the real bad zoning change is made and you ruin a neighborhood and drive down property values. I mean, those are all broader concerns that should be handled more by politicians, let's say. But, you know, broader concerns. Somebody else texted in at 437-1620. I understand what she's saying. Instead of having the owners of the land have to come down to the county, uh, whoever it is that is wanting to change the zoning can apply to do so. But every piece of property that's going to be affected by this zoning, maybe they could be contacted by like a, va- a ballot and then they could vote yes or no. And then that goes to the county. If the majority owners vote no, then you don't rezone it. If the majority of the owners vote yes, then so be it. Yeah, and again, in principle, I'd support that. And it, it just seems like we don't give enough deference or power to the neighbors to keep the zoning what it is under the current system. That's what I'm complaining about. And I'd, I'd, I'm, I'm open to any suggestion in this direction that um, that makes that little bit more toothy is kind of what I'm looking for. 825 News Radio 923. Uh Jake, we have uh, traffic on the fives. I know you're in the middle of giving out these tickets too, so Yes, we have a winner. Pam is going to be our winner today. Nice. Congratulations Pam. I'm still on the phone with her, so she's going to do traffic with us on the phone. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> because uh, I still have the handset. So here we go, Pam. Um, if you're headed out of Navarre, going towards Tiger Point on 98 westbound, you're going to have some slowdown starting at Avalon Garcon Point. Uh, Highway 90 in Milton approaching where 90 turns into Caroline Street over the bridge. There's backup started there. Uh, Chamuckla Highway, Woodbine Road, Berry Hill, they're all clear. Davis Highway is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton, Brenton, Fairfield. This traffic report is brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Knox Pest Control, their family serving your family since 1929. For information on a free pest or termite quote, visit knoxpest.com. Knox knocks them out. If you have traffic info to report, text us 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jay. Uh, just one last thought on this, because it's just an interesting uh, thing to th- be thinking about, right, um, is about the zoning stuff, is I think golden rule for a second. You know, do unto others, you'd have them do unto you. If you own property adjoining, what would you want the new people changing the zoning to do? Well, you'd want them to take account of your concerns and accommodate them as much as possible and not change things too wildly, right? Of course, you could also run that the other way. The golden rule is interesting because you can run it a lot of different ways. The person who's wanting to make the change might say, well, you know, what I would want done unto me (laughs) is for them to allow me to make the change. By the way, you're going to hate to hear me say this if you're a, a religious person or even if you're just kind of admire the golden rule. The golden rule itself has a flaw at its premise. I'm not saying it's not a great principle. I'm just saying it's definitely flawed. The flaw is that immoral people want you to do immoral things unto them. Do unto others what you would have them do unto you. Uh, the, the sexual reprobate <laughs> wants you to do a bunch of stuff unto them that nobody should be doing, right? And so the do unto others, you know, as good people should do unto others is maybe more the right play. But, you know, I mean... It's elegant. It stood for the test of time. You know, Jesus said it. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Um, but, you know, there is a flaw kind of in its premise, right? Uh, 827 on News Ready 92.3. Uh, uh, David Wayne's got uh, uh, new, our headlines for us. David? President Biden and Chinese leader Xi Jinping are scheduled to meet in San Francisco this week. They'll be meeting Wednesday at the sidelines of the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit, where uh, Xi is expected to speak to American business executives. A series of text messages related to the opening of a Turkish government consulate in New York City, now at the center of a federal probe into New York Mayor Eric Adams in his 2021 campaign. FBI agents uh, apparently stopped Adams on a New York street last week and confiscated his mobile devices as part of that investigation. And uh, Moody's Investor Services cutting its outlook on the nation's credit rating to negative. That's down from stable. 
The Hmm. change was made Friday after the markets closed, citing high interest rates and doubts about the government being able to implement effective fiscal policy. Moody still has the debt rating at AAA, the only one of the three major credit rating agencies to do so. Others have cut the rating down to AA+. Even the prospect of a U.S. downgrade could hurt Americans' investment portfolios, make it even more expensive for them to borrow money, and make it more costly for the government to pay off its debts. U.S. government officials pushing back on the move. I'm Brad Siegel. Well, I'm not sure where Moody's got the idea that we don't know how to handle our finances. It's it's like they're actually watching the news and reading about the news and seeing how our government functions. Weirdly. <laughs> it's such a mystery. Strange. How did they do this? What a development. <laughs> how did this happen? Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. 829 on News Radio 92.3. If you're having any kind of issues with your plumbing, a leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall when you flush the toilet or you turn on the faucet, uh, you know, anything's not going right. The water pressure, the water temperature, any of that stuff. Uh, Barberry Plumbing, they'll come take care of it for you. You know, no questions, no surprises. Flat rate pricing by the job, not by the time it takes. 477. 477- 8782 477 8782 for Barberry Plumbing. Uh, WSRE's Festival of Trees uh, starts November 24th through November 26th, so two weeks out at the Museum of Commerce downtown. Tree and wreaths up for online auction, bidding, or purchase in support of WSRE PBS. You can go to wsre.org/slash events for more information about that. The frivolous topic comes up next. What's it going to be? Well, we'll tell you when we know, which will be in about eight minutes. <laughs> That's kind of how that works. David, what do you have coming up in your news, sir? Well, sad news today. The military community mourning the loss of one of their own. More after Fox. Fox News. I'm Therese Crowley. Secret Service agents on protection detail with President Biden's granddaughter, Naomi, opened fire when they spotted three people trying to break into a Secret Service SUV in Georgetown. AP reports no one hit. The suspects fled in a red car. Pentagon has now identified the five U.S. Special Forces operators killed in the Mediterranean when their Black Hawk helicopter went down during in-flight refueling, 24 to 38 years old. As the U.S. launches another attack on Syrian training bases, killing six to seven Iranian proxy fighters. Surprise announcement from Republican presidential hopeful Senator Tim Scott. I'm suspending my campaign. South Carolina senator on Sunday night in America with Trey Gowdy. Donald Trump's real estate fraud trial continues in New York with Don Jr. on the stand for the defense. TSA expects this holiday travel season to be the busiest ever. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 831 at News Radio 92.3. It's 60 degrees right now in Pensacola. Mostly cloudy skies today. Uh, The military community here in northwest Florida mourning today the unexpected loss of an airman from Eglin Air Force Base. The U.S. Air Force says Captain Nicholas Brown, assigned to the 33rd Fighter Wing at Eglin, was found dead in the Gulf of Mexico over the weekend. He was an instructor pilot for the 58th Fighter Squadron. Details around Brown's death are still being investigated. Deputies in Okaloosa County did issue an aqua alert for him on Friday night. Despite a chance of rain, hundreds of people turned out for the Pensacola Beach Veterans Day celebration over the weekend. The parade grand marshal was Colonel Allison Black, the commander of the 1st Special Operations Wing at Hurlburt. I would tell you that I didn't do anything special. I would tell you that I would have done it any day, anytime, much like you would. And we'd do it again at any cost. Uh, And Black, known as the Angel of Death, was the first female AC-130H Spectre navigator to open fire in a combat operation during Operation Enduring Freedom in 2021. 
also the first Air Force active combat medal recipient. Well, we learned over the weekend, Carolina, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott would be dropping out of the race for president. I am suspending my campaign. I think the voters uh, who are the most remarkable people on the planet have been really clear that they're telling me not now, Tim. Scott broke that news to Fox News over the weekend, and uh, now Governor Ron DeSantis reacting. He called Scott a strong conservative and said he had good ideas about how to get the country back on track. DeSantis uh, said he respects Scott's courage to run the campaign. So far, no comment uh, about the withdrawal from former President Donald Trump. The city of Pensacola now has about a year to complete that new headquarters for the American Magic Sailing Team. The city has pledged to complete the headquarters by November of 2024. That's when the Magic will be back from the current America's Cup in Barcelona. The project now underway at the Port of Pensacola. Recently, the city did approve a contract for Phase 1 of construction with Muller & Muller Incorporated. Phase 1 came in at about $1.1 million. The city will approve it approve a contract for phase two in the future that's expected to run about three hundred fifty thousand dollars a lot of the funding for the new headquarters uh, is coming from three different state grants the project uh, and the full-time move of the magic is expected to create about 170 full-time jobs here in pensacola well escambia county canine officer sadie's got a birthday coming up this week and in her honor the pensacola humane society is hosting an adoption event and donation drive the birthday and that special event at the Humane Society are on November 17th. All the proceeds from the donation drive will benefit the Humane Society, and this is being held at their facility at 5 North Q Street in Pensacola. It is 834 at News Radio 923. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? All right. If you're headed out of Navarre, uh, going towards Tiger Point on 98 westbound, Uh, We have our normal morning construction traffic backing things up at Avalon-Garcon Point intersection. Uh, It's backed up for at least a couple miles there. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace, we're looking good now. Uh, If you're headed towards Mary Esther on Highway 98 eastbound, you're looking good all the way to the cutoff. This traffic report is brought to you by Staples Stores. Staples Stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers, and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples Store. If you have any traffic info to report, you can always text us at 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We will have a nice day today with a small chance of rain, 20% overall with a high near 69 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 57. Rain chance increases on Tuesday with an 80% chance of showers. Wet day ahead with 61 degrees for your high. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 59. The wet pattern continues into Wednesday with another 80% chance of rain through Wednesday afternoon. 64 degrees for your high, 61 for your low. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the W. EAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. And right now we've got 60 in Pensacola. It's 61 in Gulf Breeze, 59 right now in Milton. And the markets are down at the opening bell today. The Dow's down 69.95 at 34.213.15. S&P 500 down 18.10 at 43.96.95. The Nasdaq down 76.72 at 13.721.39. Ten-year bond rate up slightly at 4.68% today. Gold price is up a buck at uh, 1,938.70. Silver price is down, uh, down. 
at 2207 today. Crypto, uh, Bitcoin down 325.42 at 36.811 this morning. House Speaker Mike Johnson uh, putting forward a two-step temporary funding plan to avoid a government shutdown as the Friday deadline draws near. NBC News Ali Rafa has the latest on that. With at least three House Republicans opposing the bill, its passage may hinge on Democrat support. A politically risky move for Johnson after former Speaker McCarthy's compromise with Democrats cost him the gavel. And uh, the first part of that plan would extend funding until January 19th for a select handful of government departments. The second part would extend funding for the entire government until February Neither bill includes additional aid for Israel or for Ukraine. Uh, investors at Moody's Investor Service are cutting their outlook on the country's credit rating from stable to negative. That change was made Friday, citing high interest rates and doubts about the government being able to implement effective fiscal policy. And uh, the Marvels, well, didn't get a very good start at the box office over the weekend. The Disney movie that brings back Captain Marvel made an estimated $47 million. That's the worst opening for a Marvel Cinematic Universe film in history. It's 838. Our next news at 9. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. News Radio 92.3. Rumors of Fleetwood Mac, the world's finest tribute to Fleetwood Mac, returns to the stage in 2023. A brand new show celebrating the very best of Fleetwood Mac. A unique opportunity for fans both old and new to rediscover the songs and performances that have ensured Fleetwood Mac's place as one of the most loved groups of all time. Personally endorsed by Fleetwood Mac founding member Mick Fleetwood. Live at Pensacola Sanger Theater on November 22nd. The ultimate tribute to Fleetwood Mac. Tickets are on sale now from Ticketmaster.com. Pensacola businesses are estimated to lose over $20,000 to cybercrimes this month. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your Cybersecurity Tip of the Month. Confirming any change to a financial transaction with a phone call can save time, embarrassment, and especially money when dealing with would-be criminals. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. Local news with News Radio's news team. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 92.3. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio 92.3. I'm News Director Joe Ford. Local News Radio is so important because during major events or emergencies, you may not always be near a TV. Your phone and internet may go out, but radio is easily accessible and often the first source for information you need to know. On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. <gasps> Idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right. Um. We need to talk about Staples. The, the I don't store? mean the place. No, not the place. Oh, okay, because I just read I mean, an ad for them, so <laughs> <laughs> hopefully I mean, it's not them. I mean the little piece of metal that you use to attach pieces of paper to each other when you're turning in like a paper, for example. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay I'm there. I, um, I discovered something the other day that was um, genuinely horrific to me. Oh. I um, was looking at a, um, a paper that my son was going to turn in to his class. And I discovered that apparently we had failed as parents to teach the proper technique for stapling papers. Because um, 
what my son had done, 437-1620, what I want to know is the right way to staple. Position and alignment. That's what I'm talking about here. What's the right way to staple? 437-1620. What I discovered was my son was um, preparing to turn in a paper where the staple was vertical on the corner of the paper. So the staple ran north to south, so to speak, yes. on the top left corner. The correct way, yes. No, oh, no. <laughs> no. Immediately, I'm on the opposite of you Stop on this it. one, dude. Come no. on. No, we, yes. <sighs> yes. JK. It is horizontal mambo all day on the papers. Because when you fold the paper open, if it's going, if it's going horizontal you know, east and west, mm-hmm. then you're kind of ripping the paper against where the staple is if if it's going north south it's going with the flow it's bending like In a book what world do you open a paper of eight and a half by 11 regular paper in what world do you open that sideways and what do you then do put a crease down the entire page as you try to sideways open it no no no, 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 no. listen look, 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 let me jump ahead just a little bit okay i'm an angle Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the of the horizontal. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm even less so a fan of your crazy and my son's crazy, <laughs> like vertical. I'm an angle because with an angle, you just make an angular fold and the pages fold right under themselves, and you just keep on going. You don't have to. All the problems come from following the outline of the paper with your your staple position. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Text me your view. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Can I explain myself though? You yeah, go on. All right. Okay. Enough. So imagine you're in you're in your classroom. You have that small little desk with the small piece of wood that you have to write and put everything on. As soon small as you piece of wood. The 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 flat piece of wood that's on the desk that okay, you write like on. In high school. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. The small yeah, desk. School as I picture. You go on. If if you go, you know, sort of northwest with it. Yeah, I like this. It's a good positional yeah. reference. Yeah. The paper is going to go off the edge of the desk, and it's going to make your paper fall into the floor. Whereas if it goes, not if you fold it one piece at a time and fold it back under. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Because okay, so reverse the question. Mm-hmm. If you've got either an east-west or a north-south orientation, how do you fold that paper over itself? Fold it over itself. How do you how do you tuck it back under the pile? You can't. Yeah, you got me there. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're folding the whole thing all across the top or all across the side, you got yeah. problems. I should have thought about this and, more. I'm ashamed. And you're still prone to the ripping effect. Because I totally agree with you. The problem, if you're a, a side folder, mm. the east-west orientation rips the paper. And if you're a north, if you're a top folder, then the north-south orientation. And if you're a corner folder like me, then both of them rip it. But if you're a corner stapler angled, angled stapler, a north, uh, northeast-southwest, Everything works. I'm surprised they're still making them turn papers in. Like, isn't it all <laughs> online? Like, shouldn't he have a laptop with Everything like a, is a digital, digital staple submission. on it? All right, 437 1620. Let's take some of these texts here. Let's see. Upper left diagonal. Yes. Oh, and, and by the way, I just, I fear, I always fear the miscommunication. I fear that somebody out there might imagine we're saying that the new, the, the paper, the staple should go northwest to southeast yeah which is not the case okay because that would be there's that would rip every single page in every single direction that would be the um it's northeast to southwest okay 
It, and I know, was that a slash or is that a backslash? Well, that's technically a slash, but I know people don't know that either. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Let's see. Uh, somebody text in here. Uh, diagonal upper left hand corner. Thank you very much. Caddy corner top left. Caddy corner is that? I guess I'll take that. I assume that's angular diagonal. Diagonal. See, Jake. I'm just. You know, the people are with me. Uh-huh. The people are with me here a lot. Did did, did you grow up in other weird ways that you want to talk? Oh man, we. <laughs> did how you long is the show? Did how you much? have a teacher? Uh, did you have a teacher that made you do the uh, the side staple, the we, vertical staple? We actually didn't have staples uh, in our school. It was it was what? just it was one page. Well, that you know, might there explain was, there was, everything. <laughs> there was rarely ever two sheets of anything that we had to turn. We were in. living was, in a shoebox in the middle of the road. We didn't have yeah. staples. Well, we had the the notebook paper with the really bad you know perforated ends on the on the left side, so oh, that it just came out all over everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So that no, acted as sort ever. of a staple. Worst it was like a natural paper ever. staple. The only time they saved spiral notebooks was when they started adding the perforations along. Yes. Where you, but that still left you that little bit oh. of awfulness inside the notebook. No, OCD we won't get into all nightmare. That. You're making me upset right now when I think yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, so I appreciate that. Uh, 845 on News Radio 92. We'll come back to these texts in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Angular. Angular, yeah. Well, uh, headed, what was it, southeast and northwest <laughs> with your staple. Uh, you're looking good. Uh, hi- highway northeast nine- and southwest. Yeah, Highway 98, and uh, if you're coming out of Navarre, headed towards Tiger Point, uh, the westbound traffic has already started to back up this morning. We're uh, at least a couple miles headed back from uh, Avalon Garcon Point intersection. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace has cleared up. Uh, if you're headed towards Mary Esther on Highway 98 eastbound, you're looking good all the way to the cutoff. Uh, I-10 and I-110 checking in clear. And Highway 29 through Cantonment is, is cleared up. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. All right, I have to go to the evidence here for just a second. Because um, as I'm looking at my show prep for today, which is both on the computer and physical, uh, somebody texted me at 437-1620. I appreciate your willingness to hear the other side, but Jake is 100% incorrect here. He says 45-degree angle, no more, no less. And I realized I don't go to 45, even though I probably should. I go more at a, I don't know, it's like a 15 to 30, still like that. That's not flat. Yeah, it's That's not. not diagonal. See, I can't deal with that. I gotta have to have a. This is a absolute. 45. Yeah, it's a 45. This is yeah. almost flat. Mm-hmm. This one's almost flat. I'm starting to feel embarrassed because I feel like I don't live my uh, my stated view. I think I'm about a 15 to 30 degree angle, which you would think that. Well, why? Why? Because when you fold it over, it should be even. I don't know why I prefer that. Maybe it mm-hmm. looks better or something. Let's see. Uh, 437, 1620. I staple mine. Uh, not up and down, not straight across. I'm kind of catty corner at an angle that when you turn the page folds neatly, right? 45 degree angle from John. It goes with the fold as you open the packet of papers. No other way. Copiers auto stable, stable, staple. I can't wait to say this word. Copiers auto staple east west. Ooh. Mm. Oh, they do. That makes it even more problematic. Orientation of the staple, according to Don can be impacted by margin width and the nature of the document contents. By default, I go to a 45-degree angle in the absence of other variables. <laughs> oh, man. I need to get a beer with that guy. listeners are the best. 45 degrees is best. Horizontal is acceptable. I teach at UWF. I've not seen a printed paper in years. We all use Google Docs these days and turn, turn things in digitally. Yep. Uh, let's see. Um, use a report cover that has the slide on this. Oh, okay. Can I just tell you as a teacher for about a decade? Um, I would tell them at the beginning, 
no no laminated covers, no plastic covers, no side slides. No, don't give me any of that stuff. It just makes me angry at you. Just one staple <laughs> in the corner. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody here says, uh, symmetry with staples is top horizontal to flip perfectly behind the first sheet. But it's not. It doesn't work that way. Uh, if you go to a print shop and ask them to make copies and staple them, you get a top left corner turning left to right. Okay, I'll take it. So there you go. We solved it. I'm still confused. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, I do not have to staple papers much around here. <laughs> see, see, that's how a modern society solves all of its problems. They use technology to move past the problem so that you don't even need it. So that you don't even need it. Um, oh, come on. Now, this person, I got this person just trying to cause trouble. Somebody texts me in and says, um, <laughs> 45 degree top, uh, top right, northwest to southeast. Oh, uh, what, where the page numbers go? You're going to fold to the. No, no, they can. <laughs> It's making me twitch thinking about it. <laughs> Counterculture, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are the best. I do love you so much. 437-1620. Uh, speaking of staples, not at all. If you're thinking about <laughs> buying or selling a home, obviously you want somebody who's going to take great care of you, understand the market, help you figure out and make good decisions. And honestly, you know, we talk about Christina Leavenworth and uh, the ability to sell homes, and that's true. But that's not the only situation you want a realtor. You also want a realtor for buying, right? And if you're buying... Her unique expertise at selling is actually an advantage for you as a buyer, too, because she knows the other side's way of thinking so much. She knows, like, if they price it at this, this is what people are going to offer. How many do you have? What do you have to beat to get the deal right? And what kinds of things can you negotiate? Maybe what kinds of things can't you negotiate on? Again, selling so much means that she really knows both sides. So if you're buying, and especially if you're buying for the first time, you know, you want somebody who you know is going to take you through this process and get the deal done. And you know, help you answer questions and, you know, no, don't need to worry about that. Yes, do need to worry about that. all of that kind of stuff, okay? Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty, 723-9158. Let's be honest, nobody likes taxes, but they are necessary to maintain roads, support schools, and fund public services. Wouldn't it be great if someone else paid our taxes? In Escambia County, they do. Our beautiful community draws millions of visitors who spend over a billion dollars each year. The taxes they pay help lower the tax burden for locals. Tourism works for all residents and businesses in Escambia County. This message brought to you by Visit Pensacola. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, Pensacola Bay Oysters, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Hi, this is Earl Ron. New South Window knows how unpredictable coastal weather can be. And that's why our windows and doors are designed to take on severe hurricanes and the most intense heat. They're built and installed by us, meaning better value and a lifetime guarantee for you. Give your family security that lasts a lifetime. And get New South Proud. For a limited time only, save 35% on New South Windows products and installation. The Florida Department of Health in Escambia County works to protect, promote, and improve the health of everyone in your community. 
Listen in tomorrow at 1030 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Director Marie Mott will give a public health update. That's tomorrow at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. If elected, what would you do on your first day in office? I'd like to begin by not answering your question and instead use this platform to say, her daughter is on TikTok. Keep my daughter's name out of your voice. <laughs> Almost said that right. <laughs> Almost said it right. I, uh, I, I like the, uh, the joke from uh, later on in the show when uh, Colin Jost had said that uh, keep my daughter's name out of your voice is like the Japanese subtitles translation of the Will Smith slap. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. Mr. Scott, anything you'd like to add? Uh, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Uh, listen about her. She is real, and I know her, and she is my girlfriend, and we met through dating, and for her, I feel a real sense of human love. Got it. <laughs> Just... Whoever they got to do Tim Scott really had the vocal style down, the crackly voice style. It's not really all that funny now that he's dropped out of the debate, but uh, dropped out of the process. But OK. And then, of course, it was just pretext to bring Trump on. Like, I, I thought they had all this rich material they could have done from the debate and they didn't. Instead, it was a pretext to bring on Trump. And the guy that got playing Trump is very good, too. Can you believe it, folks? 91 indictments, four trials, and I'm still the best choice. <laughs> now they're all stuck behind me, and there's nothing they can do about it, just like in real life. 3%, 8%, 14%, 5%. And how about poor Tim Scott, huh? 1%, very low. Lower than, frankly, milk. <laughs> Apparently, there's a milk lower than 1%. People are calling it skim. We've never had it. We don't drink it. Very but we well. like skim, Scott. We love him and his girlfriend. <laughs> Not a lot of chemistry between those two, right? I like that. Uh, if you listen right at the end, he almost makes himself laugh. Do you catch it? Not a lot of chemistry between those two, right? <laughs> he just almost, he almost doesn't save it. But then, then it goes weird. Like, all of a sudden, we were, you know... They were doing okay for the humor, and then all of a sudden... And how about Vivek Ramaswamy? We like to say Ramaswamy. But do we like him? He makes it hard, doesn't he, folks? This kid, he checks a lot of boxes. He's rich. He's rude. He's got weird hair. He's a lot like me, except for one thing that matters a lot to my horrible, horrible base. White. Sad. He's going nowhere. Again, I, it's just a misfire. I mean, you're going to call Trump a racist, and yet you've got Vivek Ramaswamy, who's the most like Trump, and the one that I think Trump likers, you know, Trump supporters, like him best out of the field as the alternative, maybe as a VP, maybe as a press secretary, maybe as just somebody in the cabinet. 
Um, but you know, you have on stage, you got a female Indian, a male Indian, uh, I mean, uh, from India, right? Um, you've got, um, Tim Scott, who's black. You got two white guys, Chris Christian, governor DeSantis. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's a lame experience. Now somebody, I'd, I'd been talking about this earlier and somebody texted and said, Andrew, the problem with you is that you're not a racist and therefore you don't see the racist elements of kind of what Trump presents and how people who are racist do tend to more likely support him. And, and <sighs> I understand. Um, and that's actually, if anything, that's a that's a criticism of me that I think is something I, I sometimes have to remind myself of is uh, uh, I kind of I kind of grew up in like a healthy home, <laughs> you know, and so disordered, dysfunctional kind of stuff. Those kind of folks don't I tend not to see the world from their point of view very easily. I tend to be more naive, optimistic, forgiving, that kind of thing, which is a defect. Right. Because the world's made up of those kind of people. And, you know, uh, so eh, fair. I just. I just try so hard not to see the world that way, and uh, you know, I, that's I guess that's my inclination is not to see it. Uh, Eight fifty-seven on News Radio ninety-two-three. Uh, Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. Well, we're looking great so far. Um, nothing really to speak of except for 98. If you're headed out of Navarre going towards Tiger Point Gulf Breeze area, right at uh, the Avalon Garcon Point Bridge. Um, intersection there. It's backed up for still at least a couple miles. Uh, otherwise, though, Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is looking good. Uh, if you're headed towards Mary Esther on 98 eastbound the other way, uh, you're looking good all the way to the cutoff. If you have any traffic info to report, text 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. And by the way, I, I genuinely, I do mean that. Is it genuine criticism? Like, that's one of the, I know the flaws I have is not seeing the world as full of deranged weird dysfunctional people you know i tend to think everybody's honest and everybody's trying to do the right thing and everybody's trying to be reasonable and be persuadable and work with you know they're they're not trying to abuse the system for personal gain they're just trying which is you know i know that's not the real thing unfortunately and the people in power often not that way 437-1620 colin joe's by far had the best joke of the night though in um uh in the update section the third Republican debate was held this week, and Vivek Ramaswamy started by saying that the GOP had become a party of losers. Weirdly, a party of losers was also how NBC advertised the debate. <laughs> Ramaswamy then criticized rival Nikki Haley's daughter for having a TikTok account. He also stressed that it's not important how he knows her daughter has a TikTok account. <laughs> That's the joke. That's... That's on target, right? That's on target. And of course, the, the problem with the whole Trump thing is like, you know, if the joke's not predicated on reality, on truth, then uh, it's going to fall flat as a, as a fair criticism. Anyway, 858 News Radio 92.3, time for future news. When Jake and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens, UWF uh, against Delta State, big game, continuing the playoffs. What do you think? Oh, they're yeah, they're going to win. Go Argos. Uh, this is going to be tight. By three. I got UWF by three, like yep. I did the last time. It's going to be tight. Tim Scott is out. Who's next out? Ramaswamy. Oh, see, I think Chris Christie. Uh, I think Ramaswamy will stick around. I think he's doing better in the polls anyway than Chris Christie. Um, uh, when it gets down to two, presumably that'll be DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Do you think Trump gets back in and participates in the debates? I think so. I, I, I would think so. I, I can't really say I think he'd have to, but I think no, the pressure would to. definitely be on for him to, at that point, participate. Stream us at NewsRadio923.com. News Radio 923. WNRP Golf Breeze Milton, Pensacola.